ಸಹನಾವದು ಸಹನೋಭನಕ್ತ ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ
one is not a part and the other is whole, or one is not related to the other one, as master and servant or whatever. Both are one alone. So tat and tvam, both of them are in fact identical. Tat means Brahman, tvam means Jivaha. Both of these are identical. That's the intention of the statement, Tattvamasi, that thou art. We say that this is a peculiar or a unique kind of a statement, which is a statement of fact, which reveals a certain fact. And when it reveals the fact of the identity between two entities, then there is no expectation that the two entities be related or the two entities be qualified by one by each other. And so, Akhandaikara Satvena Vakyartho Vishamataha. The wise people's opinion is that this statement Tatvamasi that the word conveys its meaning in as much as both that and thou, both of them are one alone, one non undivided, indivisible essence, that is what each of them represents. In this manner alone, this statement conveys the meaning. <coughs> and since Tat and Tvam, that and Thou, are apparently contradicted in nature, as we discussed yesterday, Thou meaning the individual is limited in every respect, and that meaning the Lord is limitless in every respect. So apparently both these entities are totally contradictory in nature. And still the Upanishad declares an identity between the two. Then, if we have to really understand what is meant by the statement of the Upanishad, then we have to employ what we call a Lakshanavrutti or implied meaning, rather than a Vachyartha or the direct meaning, because direct meaning or the immediate meaning of what is conveyed by you and by God are contradictory. So we have to take, we have to discard the contradictory elements and see the unity or identity in the element that is common. Just as in that illustration which we discussed yesterday, a standard illustration, Soyam Devadatta, this is that Devadatta, this is that Krishnamurti. But this fellow is a strange looking person, and that fellow was another kind of a person. And still, this statement that this is that Krishnamurti reveals an identity between this person and that person. Even though if you take pictures, this fellow's picture is quite different from that fellow's pictures and there were, apparently, there, there is no uh, similarity between the two. But then, since the statement declares an identity between these two apparently different looking entities, we go in for the common elements. We discard the contradictory aspects of both these persons and see that the Pinda or the Vyakti or that person itself is one alone. And similarly also, we discard the contradictory aspects of Jiva and Ishvara. That Jivatvam, what is Jiva? That is, uh, Jiva is nothing but Antahkarana Avachinna Chaitanyam. Meaning the Chaitanyam, the Atma, the Self, that is conditioned by Antahkaranam, conditioned by the mind. What we call Jiva is nothing but the Self or the Consciousness, conditioned by or identified with the mind or the subtle body. One subtle body. And the same self, the same consciousness, when identified with the totality of all the subtle bodies, that is called Ishwara. So, from the standpoint of Upadi, or what the consciousness is identified with, there is a great difference that this Upadi, namely this subtle body in the gross body, is, is very small, insignificant. 
and the totality of gross and subtle bodies is vast. So thus there is a difference of the individuality and the totality at the level of upadhi. However, at the level of essence, just as electricity functioning through what we call a night lamp, and the same electricity functioning through a powerful floodlight, a night lamp can hardly illumine a small area, and a floodlight can perhaps illumine a whole ground. And therefore, if someone says, this lamp is the same as a floodlight, it just doesn't make sense because where is this little lamp and where is that great floodlight? But in as much as the essential element, the essence, that this is also light and that is also light, or this is also electricity and that is also electricity, in that essence, there is oneness between the small little lamp and a big floodlight. Or if someone were to say, this wave is the ocean. Certainly, at the level of the upadhi or the name and form, the wave is a very small entity, occupying a place in time. It arises and in a moment dies. An ocean is vast. And therefore, apparently at that level, there is no identity between them. And how do we understand the statement, the wave is ocean? Only from the essential standpoint that the essence of wave is also water and essence of ocean also is water and we discard what we call the contradictory elements this the water alone comes to be called wave and the same water alone comes to be called ocean when that water manifests through one little name and form it comes to be called wave and the same water when it manifests through all the waves it is called ocean and therefore the medium of manifestation is different but what manifests is one alone. And this is how we have to appreciate the identity between the wave and ocean. Similarly also, we have to appreciate the identity between this jiva, the individual, and Ishvara, the total. And as much as, what is the essence of jiva, also is the same consciousness, and what is the essence of Ishvara, also is the same consciousness, even though their capabilities are quite different, because capability is the attribute of this name and form and not of consciousness. The fact that electricity comes out or manifests only as a little light in a small night lamp, and the same electricity manifests as great light in the floodlight, is not the unique peculiarity of electricity. The peculiarity of the rupari, the bulb. It is bulb that in fact makes the manifestation of electricity different from in the two cases. And so also, it is name and form, which makes the manifestation of the same consciousness quite different in what we call Jiva and Ishvara. But what manifests, namely Chaitanya or consciousness, is one alone. That's why it was said, Bhagatyaga Lakshana, elimination of contradictory aspects and retaining the common aspect. Eliminating or the contradictory aspect, this name and form and retaining the common aspect, namely the consciousness. As the Mundaka Upanishad says, just as from a blazing fire, countless, uh, what do you call them, sparks emerge. Looks like a spark is so small and fire is so big. But the spark is fire. Is spark a fraction of fire? No, spark is fire. What is fraction? 
fraction that same fire when associated with a small carbon particle comes to be called a spark and same fire when associated with a large log of wood comes to be called fire but fire doesn't really have dimension what is fire is nothing but heat and light so it is principle of heat and principle of light that is called fire not a dimension or size although when we draw fire we always draw a particular flame that shape and we call it fire but that is not fire fire is the heat and light spark also is the same heat and light and big conflagration also is the same heat and light and therefore from the standpoint of the essence namely heat and light a spark is the same as a big fire similarly also from the standpoint of the essence what is the essence i am is the essence of me not what i am because what i am keeps on varying constantly happy and happy what not but i am is the invariable element about me that i am aware what i am aware of keeps on changing now i am aware of some people then i am aware of the sky then i am aware of something else what i am aware of keeps on changing but that i am aware that remains the same in the waking state dream state even in a deep sleep state when in deep sleep i am aware of nothing in particular i am aware of the absence of everything but that i am aware that fact can never be denied about me that i am i exist that fact can never be denied by about me and so that sat and chit i exist means sat i'm aware means chit that sat and chit is the essential nature of mind which cannot be denied or cannot be negated and similarly god is and god also is aware and so the sat and chit also are is the essential nature of god what god is is vast how god is is vast but he is is the same element and aware is the same element so the, from the essential standpoint from the essential nature sat and chit i am identical to god what is called god same sat and chit is called jiva when functioning through this name and form same as sat sat and chit is called ishvara when manifesting through the totality of names and forms but what manifest is one sat and chit one existence awareness akhandaikara <clears throat> satvam that sat there is no division in existence there is no division in awareness is, as we discussed yesterday awareness is one alone there is no second awareness therefore there is no sajati abheda there is no division of the same class there is nothing other than awareness therefore there is no vijati abheda and within awareness there are no parts there can be no fragmentation or division in awareness and therefore there is no swagat abheda so sajatiya vijatiya swagat abheda shunyam and that which is devoid of any kind of a division that existence that awareness is what is revealed by that statement tatvamasi that you are that undivided indivisible existence awareness and that is the vakyartha that is the meaning of that statement <coughs> meaning there is no division between jiva and ishvara nothing divides me from from lord or nothing divides me from this creation also this body seems to be a division between me and the world but that's a division only at the level of name and form at the essential level the world also is so what applies to this one here that i am i is and i shine that also applies to any object that this piece of cloth is and it shines and so that isness sat and chit 
is there in this cloth also and in any object, inert or conscious. So Sat and Chet is that which is undivided, indivisible. And therefore this division says so Jiva, Jagat and Ishvara. The individual, the world and the creator, these divisions merely are at the level of name and form and not at the level of the essence. <coughs> and that is the meaning of, that is what is conveyed by the Mahavakya, by the great statement or the profound statement or major statement called Tattvamasi, that thou art. <coughs> now continuing the discussion in the verse 76, it is said, Akhandai karasam vakyasam darshayati. The author proceeds to show how Akhandai karasam vakyasam, the meaning of the vakya is Akhandai karasa, that the indivisible essence, Akhanda meaning indivisible, rasa means essence. The indivisible essence alone is the truth about individual, about creator, about creation. That is being shown in the verse 76. Pratyak bodhoya abhati Pratyak bodhoya abhati Sodvaya nanda lakshanaha Sodvaya nanda lakshanaha Advaya nanda rupascha Nanda rupascha Pratyak bodhaika lakshanaha Pratyak bodhaika lakshanaha Pratyak bodha yaha abhati. <coughs> yaha pratyak bodha. Pratyak, pratyak means inner. The, the commentators explain these words pratyak. Pratyak word is made up of two elements, prati and ak. So, prati means pratikulyena. Pratyach is the word in fact. So, Pratikulyan, Pratyanch is a word of which the nominative singular is Pratyak. So, Pratyak, Pratyanchau, Pratyanchaha, that is how the declensions go. Nominative singular is Pratyak, but the substantive that is Pratyanch. Prati plus Anch becomes Pratyanch. What is Prati? Pratikulyana, Anch means Anchadi, Prakashade, the Pratyak. Prakashe, that which shines, Pratikulyana, in a, in a reverse manner. It's called Pratyak. Atma of the Self is that which shines something totally opposed to everything, opposed to the creation. Creation is inert. Atma is Chetana, is, is conscious. Creation is unreal. Atma is real. Creation is the nature of Dukkha or, 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 or uh, grief, is a source of grief. Atma is a source of happiness. So creation is changing. Atma is changeless. In every respect, Atma or the Self is that which is totally contradictory to the universe. So that which shines in a manner which is totally contradictory to everything else is called Pratyak. Oh, Pratyak means inner or the Self. So Pratyak Bodha. That Pratyak Bodha or that inner, inner Bodha means knowledge or awareness. That awareness that is the in, in, inside awareness as opposed to the outside things. The indwelling awareness, or awareness that is the nature of the self. Yah abhadi, yahas purati, that which shines. Yah pratyak bodha, sarvantara, chidatma abhadi. So that which is the indwelling essence, pratyak bodha, 
They both have the knowledge that is the indwelling essence of everything. Buddhyadi Sakshitvenas Purati and that which shines. How does the self shine? How does the indwelling essence shine? Buddhyadi Sakshitvena as Sakshi, as a very witness of Buddhyadi, a witness of the mind, intellect, etc. <coughs> so who is the self? Self is that which shines as the very witness, the very eliminator of the mind, of the sense organs, of the body, of the whole universe. So beginning from my intellect, to the mind, to the sense organs, to the body, and to the universe, in fact, self eliminates everything. The, the objects outside are eliminated by my sense organs. The sense organs are eliminated by the mind. The mind is eliminated by the intellect. And the intellect is eliminated by the self. In that manner, buddhyadi sakshitvena, abhadi spurati. So that which shines, or that which reveals itself, surati, that is self-shining as the very witness of everything beginning from the intellect right up to the whole universe. That is self. Sa advayananda lakshanaha. That self alone is Paramatma. He alone is a Lord. The self alone is a Lord. What's the nature of Lord or Paramatma? Atma alone is Paramatma. Parama means what? Limitless. The self alone is limitless. How saha advayananda lakshanaha. That self which shines as a very witness in my heart. The heart is not the location heart. Heart means as a very core or the very the core of my being. So the self that shines as a very core of my being, which is the which eliminates everything and which which witnesses everything as though. He is Advayananda Lakshanaha. He is of the nature of Advaya Ananda. Advaya means non-dual. Ananda means fullness. So actually these are the characteristics of Ishwara or the Lord. Ishvara is the nature of Advayananda generally. Satyam Gnanam Anantam Brahma. So in fact Brahman or Paramatma is supposed to be Satyam Gnanam Anantam. Satyam meaning changeless, Gnanam awareness, Anantam means limitless. <coughs> and they are also the characteristics of this self here. Because self is Advaya. Atma is one alone. There are not many self. The one who is witness in this heart of this thought also is a witness of the thoughts in everyone's mind. So witnesses are not many, witnesses one alone. One who simultaneously witnesses or illumines all the thoughts, all the minds, all the intellects, the whole creation. And who is Ananda Lakshana? Who is Ananda because he is full, complete of the nature of happiness. Happiness always is synonymous fullness. I feel happy when there is a sense of fulfillment or fullness. <coughs> I can never experience happiness when I feel empty within. I can experience happiness only when I have a sense of fulfillment. So happiness and fullness, both of them, in fact, are one alone. And this sense is, this self is of the nature of happiness. Why? Because whenever I experience any, any moment of happiness, whenever I feel very happy, what happens is, I am with myself. So it appears as though the object gives me happiness. <clears throat> but what the object does is, it just brings me to myself. I get absorbed in myself. And therefore, if the happiness that I experience 
in presence of a desirable object is nothing but the happiness that is the self. So, Adviti Ananda Rupaha Paramatma Ityartaha and therefore this self indeed is Paramatma. Paramatma. So, Atma is Parama. Parama means Deshakala Vastuparichayda Shunya. The self that is devoid of any limitation of time, place or objectivity is called Parama. So, Paramatma, the limitless self. This self indeed is the limitless self because it is non-dual. We think that my self is different from yourself and different from someone else's self. That is not the case because in self there are no divisions. Yes, this body is different from that body. True. This mind is different from that mind. True. But not the self. <coughs> we think that the self is unhappy. Sad. Not so. Sadness, unhappiness is not there. It is in the mind, you may say. And that also arises on account of ignorance. And so, however, inherently, self is full and complete. <coughs> and next line, second line says, Advayananda Rupascha Pratyak Bodhaika Lakshanaha And Advayananda Rupascha And also this Paramatma, the Lord, or this the limitless self, Brahman, as we call it, who is Advayananda Rupascha, one who is of the nature of non-dual happiness or fullness. Pratyak Bodhaika Lakshanaha he is nothing but Chidekarasaha Pratyagatma Eva. What is the self? Is limitless? What is limitless? Is the self. What is seeker? Is a sort? What is sort? Is a seeker. What is essence of Jiva? Is essence of Ishvara. What is essence of Ishvara? Is essence of Jiva. Between Jiva and Ishvara, there is no division at all. That is the same homogeneous essence. The non-divided or indivisible homogeneous essence alone comes to be called jiva on account of identification with a limited name and form and comes to be called Ishvara on account of identification with the what we call maya or the total creative power but in essence it is it is homogeneous non-dual awareness which is happiness or fullness. <coughs> Then continuing says, Evam Akhandartha Bodhena Kimsayat. Suppose you come to know this, so what? Suppose you come to know that yourself is in fact limitless. Limitless is yourself. Suppose you come to know, so what happens? What happens when the knowledge takes place? Kimsayat, what happens? That is being answered in the verse 77. Ittamanyunyatadatmya. Itham in this manner, Anyonya Tadatmya Pratipatihi Yada Bhavet Yada Vin. When, in this manner, <coughs> Anyonya Tadatmya, Tadatmya here means Abhinnata, Abhinnatva. <coughs> Anyonya Abhinnatva Pratipatihi, Pratipati means knowledge. When, in this manner, the knowledge of the mutual identity, Anyonya, mutual identity, mutual identity between Jiva and Ishvara. That what is Jiva is Ishvara, what is Ishvara is Jiva. 
तत्वमेवत्वमेव तत् कैवल्य उपनिषदेश तत्वमेव दैट यू आर त्वमेव तत् दैट इंडीड यू आर यू आर दैट दैट यू आर इन दिस मैनर यदा भवेत वेन दिस नॉलेज टेक्स प्लेस दैट वॉट इज द एसेंस ऑफ ईश्वरा इज एसेंस ऑफ जीवा वॉट इज एसेंस ऑफ जीवा इज एसेंस ऑफ ईश्वरा यदेवे तदमुत्र यदमुत्र तदन्विह What is here is there. What is there is here. Why is we there? There because we think that Ishvara is there. Lord is there. And what is here? We think that here is only a jiva or a limited individual. So this what is here? What is the essence of this one? Is the essence of what you think is there. So what? It is not there. When you say what is here is what is there and what is that is what is here, that means that this whole division of the concept of there and here are, are false concepts. <laughs> the here-ness and there-ness or what we call the remoteness and what we call the immediacy. What is considered to be remote immediately is revealed to be what? Is my very, very self. And therefore the remoteness of the Lord goes away. Abrahmatvam tvamarthasya व्यावर्तेत तदैवही फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल व्हाट हैपेंस इज त्वमर्थस्य अब्रह्मत्वम व्यावर्तेत निवृत्तम स्यात आई टेक त्वम त्वम मींस यू यू मींस आई इन दिस केस व्हेन द टीचर सेज यू आर ब्रह्मन सो व्हाट एम आई टोल्ड आई एम ब्रह्मन सो त्वमर्थस्य दैट व्हिच इज द मीनिंग ऑफ त्वम वेयर इन द स्टेटमेंट तत्त्वमसे सो त्वम देयर स्टैंड्स फॉर जीवा जीवा मीन्स लिमिटेड इंडिविजुअल सो त्वर्थस्य दैट विच इज दीनिंग ऑफ त्वम अब्रह्मत्व निवृत्तम स्यामेंट दट यू आर लिमिटलेस यू आर ब्रह्मन एलिमिनेट्स ए सेंस ऑफ लिमिटेशन इन आई आई थॉट दैट आई वॉज ए लिमिटेड एंटिटी बिकॉज ऑलवेज लुकिंग एट माई बॉडी There is a saying there in in Gujarati. You know this peacock. So peacock has very beautiful feathers, and peacock when it dances, I mean it is one of the most beautiful birds. And when it dances, it's a sight. You know, everyone enjoys that. But does peacock enjoy that? Perhaps not, because you observe the peacock. Where is it looking? Where it is dancing? Always looking at its legs. Peacock is always looking at his legs, which are supposed to be very ugly. Peacock's legs are supposed to be very ugly. It doesn't see the beauty that it has. It always looks at the legs which are ugly, and always thinks that it is ugly. The whole world thinks that it is beautiful. Similarly, also all the time, where do I look at this body? Where do I look at this mind? Where do I look at this intellect? and all the time suffer from a sense of limitation a sense of self condemnation because this body is going to be limited regardless of what all i do amount of work whatever workout you do and you go to gym and anything you do still this body is going to be limited regardless of what you do <coughs> you always find someone more beautiful than you someone stronger than you someone taller than you or someone possessing those attributes which you think are you should have you will always find someone definitely better someone means countless people better than you and you always feel wretched and the mind also so when i can't remember i cannot grasp i cannot understand i cannot forget 
I cannot concentrate. And thus we find also the mind is limited in every respect. Every time I think of the mind, it is just, you know, I feel so sad. My mind, I just can't do anything with my mind. I want to wake up early in the morning, mind just doesn't wake up. It says, no, I want to sleep. I want to go to sleep at night, mind says, no, I want to keep awake. I want to concentrate on something, mind says, no, I want to think of something else. I want to think of one thing, mind says, I want to watch TV, and so on, it's so obstinate. And thus, it just harasses me. <clears throat> so, all the time my attention is where? Upon the non-self. I never look at myself. I look at the non-self, which is limited in every respect. And of course, all kinds of experiences we have in the world, which are hardly, which are far from pleasant anyway. We come in contact with the world, and there are hurts and guilts. That's what generally results. Very rarely you have what you call a pleasant uh, relationship, you know. Generally speaking, in the world, Vidhi Vyadi Abhimana Grastam Lokam Shokahatam Chasamastam Shankarajara says, understand that all the relationships are characterized by Abhimanam or the ego. Self-assertiveness. And therefore, there is only pain and disease everywhere. That's all there is. And all the time being totally preoccupied with this, I have such a low esteem about myself and I consider myself so insignificant. Alpoham, I am limited. I am a small creature. I am insignificant. I see no point even sometimes living. I tell you, if I, what's the use of this kind of life, you know? When, however, as a result of this teaching, what does the teaching say? Tattvamasi, you are that, you are Brahman. What is Brahman? Brahman is limitless. <coughs> and so, abrahmatvam tvamarthasya vyavartaita. When we understand this statement, so pratipattihi yadabhavet. When the knowledge takes place, or when I can see this fact, knowledge doesn't mean that something is going to shine and so forth, you know. You just see this fact. And how do we see? The way we are discussing, that's how we see the fact. This body is there, fine. But I am not the body. Mind is there, fine. I am not the mind. You can call it my body if you want to call it. Or my mind if you want to call it. And what is mind cannot be I. My book is not I because I cannot be mine. So when I say it is my book, I know that I am not the book. When I say it is my body, how do I say it is I am the body? I am not the body. It is my body. So why should I compete? Why should I have to subject this body, you know, into some kind of a comparisons and stuff like that? But we always do. And the mind also, it is my mind, whatever it has, it has some abilities, some limitations, whatever it is. I need not identify with the mind and, and suffer the limitations of the mind and feel pride about the mind. Since I want to feel proud, therefore I have to suffer limitation also, humiliation also. Because they are like the two sides of a coin. Pride always comes with, humiliation always comes with pride. <coughs> I stop taking pride and I will not be humiliated also. Anyway, what I am saying is, when I stop evaluating myself all the time from the standpoint of the body and the mind and the supadi, this name and form, then alone I will be able to appreciate my true, that is called meditation. All that we try to do in meditation is nothing but stopping to evaluate myself from the standpoint of the body and the mind. Throughout the waking hours, I always function through the body-mind and identify with them and as body and as mind I function. And somehow I don't have the leisure to be able to sit back and, and relax and see who I am. Therefore, 
we set aside a certain time in meditation to see this fact. That body is not I, it is something given to me, alright, but not I. The mind also is given to me, I am not that. Who am I? I am the witness that illumines the body, illumines the mind. And what's the nature of this witness? Is awareness. What is the dimension of awareness? Does awareness have a height? Height is in the body. Height is something illumined by awareness, which doesn't have height, doesn't have weight, doesn't have depth, doesn't have any characteristic at all, because all the characteristics are illumined by awareness, the I. I am the one who is without any limit, without boundary, without characteristic, without any conditioning, without any limitation. And therefore, that false evaluation that I have been having about myself, where I always evaluate myself as a limited being, that false evaluation goes away when this teaching is understood. Tvam arthasya abrahmatvam vyavarteta tadaivahi yadayan tada. Yes, the moment when this knowledge takes place, right at that time, this limitation of the self immediately drops off. Why does it drop off? Because it was not there to begin with. Even when I consider myself a very limited being, I was not limited. Had I really been limited, no amount of teaching, no amount of teaching will make one be limitless. By asserting and making statements I am limitless, I don't become limitless if I am limited. I may declare myself President of the United States and every moment doesn't make me a President. So what is a fact cannot change merely by making statements. <coughs> And so I keep on making statements that I am a mortal being, I am such and such. Even then, that does not change the fact. What is the fact? That I am limitless. Had I not been limitless, merely making a statement I am limitless would not amount to anything. At the same time, the fact that I am limitless does not change. Even when I keep on declaring myself as a limited entity. That's the nice thing about it. That even when I say that this this entity is a snake, it continues to remain a rogue regardless of what, how I blame it or how I condemn it or how I superimpose a project upon it, how I brand it. Someone may brand it as a snake, someone may brand it as a garland, someone may brand it as a stick, someone may brand it as anything. And still, it remains a rope. And so I keep on branding the self as man, woman, happy, unhappy, good, bad, this, that. Even then, all this branding does not in any way affect. And so, all that branding stops when I see the meaning that is conveyed by the teaching, Tvam Arsasya Abrahmatvam Vyavarteta That Abrahmatvam, that I am not Brahman, I am not limitless, that I am limited, this is, this drops off because it was false. It is falsified in the light of knowledge. All that the knowledge does is, it just falsifies the notions. That's all the knowledge does. Knowledge doesn't reveal the self. The statements of Vedanta do not reveal the self, because self is self-revealing. All the statements of Vedanta do is, whatever notions we entertain, or misconceptions that we entertain about the self, they are revealed as notions, and that's how they drop. <coughs> and subsequently, in the verse 78, what, what else happens that also is being said here? Tadarthasya chaparokshyam, tadarthasya chaparokshyam, yadyevam kintatashrana, 
यद्येवं किन्तश्रणु पूर्णानंदकूपेण पूर्णानंदकूपेण प्रत्यबोधोवतिषदे डिफरेंट फ्रॉम मी समन अवे फ्रॉम मी वन इज रिमोट so that limitless or the lord is always taken to be remote that's the reason why whenever we talk of god we always point out our hand up there you know says whatever he does is okay he knows better you know so whenever we point like this it just expresses our inherent uh, thinking that god is some place there away from me one who at the moment is not an object of my knowledge not the object of my perception and therefore there is a remoteness there is a distance right now between time in time in terms of time place and and condition with between me and god or between me the seeker and what i am seeking so sort of the dhyaya or the end is at the moment remote so seeker is taken to be limited entity and the sort is taken to be away from me that seeker is revealed to be limitless and the sort is revealed to be what immediate paroksham paroksham means remoteness so similarly also the remoteness of brahman or remoteness of ishwar also is eliminated that also drops off so this statement such a simple statement this wonderful thing tat tvamasi that thou art by placing that and thou in the same locus and revealing the identity between the two it is said that tvam means i i am what i am immediate to myself there is no distance between i and i isn't it so self is immediate my very being and when it is said the self is brahman what is revealed that brahman is my very being not away from me at all it is my very being and again when it is said that tatvam that brahman is you then brahman is limitless that means that my being is limitless my self is limitless that brahman is a very self and the self is limitless so i thought brahman what i am seeking is someone away something away from me just the 10th man is seeking what the 10th man and there is a statement tum dashmosi you are the 10th man then what happens this statement does two things he thought that he was a 9th man or he was someone other than 10th man so 9th manness of the 10th man that is eliminated and he thought that the 10th man is away from me 10th man is lost is to be found somewhere and so he thought 10th man was remote the remoteness of the 10th man also is eliminated and he discovers the self as a 10th man so tvam dashmosi you are the 10th man it in fact eliminates two notions two fundamental notions one notion is i am a limited being i am bound i am small this notion and secondly what i am seeking is away from me i have to reach that in time or i have to reach that in place or i have to become that both of these notions are eliminated so tadarsasya paroksham that the sort or the end is no more away from me the brahman that brahman or limitless is my very self that is how this statement does 
this is this akhandartha bodhena by both of the knowledge of khandarthatvam that there is no khanda no division between tat and tvam that no division between jiva and ishvara by that statement that these two things happen the jiva's limited sense of limitation drops off and ishvara who is remote the remoteness drops off okay yadi evam kim tata is it okay yadi evam suppose this is so suppose now jiva is revealed to be free from limitation and suppose ishvara is revealed to be my self my very self yadi evam this is so kim tata so what shrunu then he says listen so the tikakara says tvamarthasya pratyagatmana abrahmatvam bhranti siddha abrahma rupada tadarthasya brahmanascha paroksham paroksha jnanika vishayatvam cha nivartate okay we already discussed that that on account of bhranti of the delusion i thought that i am limit I, i am limited so that sense of limitation which is a product of bhranti or ignorance that goes away and also that brahman is away from me which is also a product of ignorance that also goes away tatopakim so what yadi evam kim tatah suppose the self is revealed to be limitless suppose brahman is revealed to be the self so what shrunu then listen what happens purnanandaika rupena pratyek bodho tishthate pratyek bodha that indwelling self therefore from then on once this knowledge comes from then on the self uh, remains as what it remains as full and complete happiness full unbroken complete happiness which is natural or self revealing not acquired happiness then the person is happy for no reason at all normally there is reason for being happy but avatishthade he abides in this happiness which is of the nature of fullness which is ek rupena full homogeneous happiness or a total sense of fulfillment that is what happens and thus you remain totally fulfilled that's all uh, this is what happens by this knowledge which is what you have been seeking that's what man is seeking in life fulfillment all our activities and attempts are what for fulfillment swami i do this i feel fulfilled when i cook something and when someone likes it enjoys it and expresses that way i feel fulfilled or when you teach and there is someone who appreciates what you are teaching and understands and acknowledges not even in words it's quite evident even to the face of the listener then there is a sense of fulfillment so everyone is seeking fulfillment in and through all the activities you discover that you already are fulfilled you discover that fulfillment is your very nature is not something that you require and there is how all the attempt to become fulfilled they are no more necessary you remain fulfilled meaning you kritakritya as we discussed in the upadesha saram so kritimastikam he is kritakritya whatever is to be done in life has been done there is a total contentment fullness <coughs> okay the next section we'll take up tomorrow <laughs> om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate 
ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯಂಬಾದರಾಯಣಂ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತೌಪುನಃಪುನಃಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇದಿ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿಣೇ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಮೂರ್ತ ಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ